0: Coming to you live, it's the Auto Hub Show with Ian and Jeff. Here we go. Who said you can't teach an old dog new tricks? Hi, I'm Gail Rubenstein, the founder and CEO of a company called Retail Resilient, social selling for the car industry. And we help auto dealers, auto agencies, and vendors in the auto industry sell more cars, service more cars, and make more money using our social selling strategy. That includes TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and anything else you can think of. So if you're looking to invest thousands and make millions, we're definitely the social selling company for you. Like I said, who said you can't teach an old dog new tricks? I was at Larry Feldman's seminar. So happy I came, having such a good time. Thank you so much, Larry. One of the best trainers in this area, for sure. I don't know about anywhere else, but (laughs) as far as I know, he's the best. So, I told you, boy, stay advantage. Thank you for having (laughs) me. I'm at Larry Feldman's uh, uh, seminar. And what I found is that what he's really good at doing with his knowledge and with his training, he's not filling a bucket, he's lighting a fire. Always to improve. Every month we want to improve better on what we did the month before, maybe the year before. It's about how fast we can get the cars done with quality work to get it to the front line, because that's where we make our money. And the bottom line is the longer it takes, the more money you spend. We want to get it down as low as possible. Right now, I like I said, we're in a great stage. We're at four and a half days. In recon, we want to know how quickly we can get the cars out of the recon process and to the front line. The average days in recon and then the time to line are the most important things that we look for. I'm Mike Burrell. I'm service director of JM Lexus. Yeah! This is Ian and this is Jeff and we're here live at NIADA, which is the National Independent Auto Dealers Association Convention 2023, accelerate whatever you want and that's the first time I said that whole thing out without stumbling and uh, we're here with our patented ambush interview with two of some, some very special people here today, a little bit different than the usual thing that we're doing with people and we're not just talking about the company and how great the company is and all that stuff. We're actually something that's really near to dealers. We always talk about how um, how giving we are. Well, this is way different. And um, I'd like you to introduce yourself. This is Wayne Herring, but Wayne, you can tell your company.
1: Sure. My name is Wayne Herring. I have Route 61 Classics and Toy Barn in the metropolis of Oregsburg, Pennsylvania, a Very little town. Cool. Very cool. And together with him is.
2: Grania Owen. I am the founder and president of Curing Kids Cancer. So tell
1: us uh, what
2: what's the connection.
1: So I met Grania Granya <laughs> at uh, Mikamoto Auction, Super and I have a granddaughter, special needs granddaughter that can't sit up, walk, or talk, who attends Chops uh, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. When I heard her talk at Mikamoto Auction, she She uh, helped fund a therapy that was developed at Children's Hospital, and we became sort of connected, and then we also became cancer survivors together during the pandemic, and our our relationship has just grown, and she recently asked me to join her on her board of directors, so we're trying to expand awareness and bring more attention to her great cause and her great work. Terrific, terrific, yeah. Now, I
0: got your story last night. Ian was kind of left out in the dark while he was too busy walking around socializing with everybody. (laughs) And me, I was working.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. Wow. Um, Someone asked us about, uh,
0: about curing kids' cancer.
2: Okay, well, I never really intended to start a charity, but I've got four boys. And when my twins were five years old, one of them was diagnosed with leukemia and he went through three years of treatment. It's actually three and a half years. He relapsed um, six months before he finished his treatment and at that point the only option was a bone marrow transplant. Went through that and he unfortunately relapsed again. And at that point the doctors told us there was nothing they could do. But we discovered that there was a brand new type of treatment called a targeted therapy which um, we managed to get Killian to be the first child in the world to try this targeted therapy at the National Cancer Institute. And unfortunately, because he was the first child in the world, um, the FDA, who we had to get special permission from, limited the dose. But the doctors had billions of his cancer cells that they had in the lab. And they told us that there was a second generation of that drug which would have been 11 times more effective and would have saved his life. And I was like, great, give him that. And they said, we can't because we don't have the money to get it out of the lab and into treatment. And at the time I wondered why on earth they told us about something that Killian couldn't have. But when we were coming up to Killian's first anniversary, um, because we took him home after, after that treatment and we lost him three weeks later and We were coming up to his first anniversary and um, I remembered that there was that drug stuck in the lab and um, I decided that I couldn't know that there were drugs like that that could save other children's lives and stop families from going through what we went through and not do something about it. Um, So, started raising money um, and in 2005, we officially became a 501c3 charity um which i never thought i would do i used to work at the london stock exchange which couldn't be much further from being a non-profit than anything else and um since 2005 um with the help of and Par auctions who adopted us we have raised over 26 million dollars wow well done so yeah amazing never thought it gives me goosebumps every time
0: uh, you know what I'm, I'm sitting here kind of got a little tingle going on because that's really that's really something, you know. It's, uh, I you know. Ian, we got, I got a lot of information on this last night, and uh, and you know, there, there's an old saying. That I'm getting a little far klimt here because it's, uh, <laughs> it, 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 not only tweaks at your heart, but it, you know, it brings a little bit of waterworks to your eyes. You know.
2: Well, I mean, I just knew, I felt absolutely convicted that the reason the doctor told us about that drug that Kellyanne couldn't have was because I was supposed to know about it. Right. Because he would never normally have done that. Yeah, yeah. And he says to this day he would not normally have done that. He's actually now the chairman of my medical advisory board, um, and he's also the head of pediatric oncology at CHLA. Right. So he knows what he's doing, and he would never say that. But when I remembered it, I just knew right here that I was supposed to do something that I was supposed to know about that drug and you know I feel like Killian is my little guardian angel up there he's uh, that that's the only reason I think that we've been able to raise so much money because it's been the thing that was supposed to happen and you know that's it
0: My wife suffered with breast cancer in 2020, so it's it's, it's challenging.
2: I did, too.
1: I was diagnosed with breast
2: cancer right at the beginning of the pandemic, so I'm now a cancer survivor, too. So I've seen it from both sides, um, which makes me even more determined to help the children because current and traditional chemotherapy is not meant for children. It was never designed for them and so, what we do is we fund new treatments um, that are less toxic and much more effective than traditional chemo.
0: Well, you know, I, one thing I have to say is I don't think chemotherapy was really meant find
2: anybody. Me, like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> so you know, it's uh... it's about the doctors will tell you this. It's a balance between the amount you can poison someone yeah. and the amount of good it can do. It's like you know, it's literally. That's what it is. So, it's just not good. So, obviously, a
0: tie-in with somebody major like Meekum auctions is money. But other than the good, it, it means what's in it for? Do you think for Mecca? What what is there? Oh gosh, you
2: know? uh, I I never foresaw this when we started the relationship, which was twelve years ago. But the entire company, um, the auctioneers, the ringmen, the people who do the setup. the the people who do the AV as well as the Meekam family themselves have adopted us and have adopted these children and we bring them to the auctions when we can and they get to bang the gavel and um, they love it because they know that these people care about them and they are doing their best to help them and it is such a special relationship. I mean, I've never thought it could be that way.
1: As well as the audience, uh, car dealers, and they donate cars with all the proceeds going to curing kids' cancer. It truly has become a, a big family of supporting.
0: Yeah, and of course, that's the beauty of, of broadcasting or taking live here at the show. Oh, yeah. People just here anywhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. One thing that we have, our, you know, some of our yeah. conversations, we have people here that are trainers and everything that come to this. And, and you know what? They train. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta. And, and unfortunately, our business has a reputation of all about it. But you're number one. And this goes to show us that that it really isn't us number one. You know, everybody's got kids. Nobody wants to go through that. Uh, I told you this last night. I, I admire you because I don't know. I might have ended up curled up in a ball balsam. Yeah. You, you know?
2: I didn't. I I had three other boys who I had to be mom to, and I knew it was just as important for them, you know, to have me there for them as I as it was when Kelly was sick, and so I didn't have the luxury of being able to pull to curl up in a ball.
0: Well, and the beauty of boys is, Frankie, they'll just push you right, right to the end limit, right?
2: <laughs> oh well, my boys, they are they are so funny because they're all very individual, and you know, but the youngest was the one. He was only. Killian died the day after his birthday and he was only six years old and I swear Killian hung on just for that yes and he said to us afterwards but he said mom but he's okay now he's not he's not hurting and he's better and and he's an angel and he looked at me like you know why are you sad? And I I just realized that he was absolutely right. You know, out of the mouths of babes. Um.
0: Well, if you know that that twin thing, that, that it really it really exists, he probably got some sort of a, you know, mm-hmm. connection there. Any yeah. other questions, Ian? No, I think it's a great initiative, and obviously there's something we can do to help. Let us know. Uh, you yeah, know, we're always right. happy to help. Uh, people in the auto industry, people are helping people who happen to be in the auto industry and I think there's a lot of focus on the good and bad of the dealership world but not as much on what the good is. And we've well, actually done shows on that so we know. You know that there's this perception but the reality is dealers give back all the time.
2: Well, I'm, I've been here a couple of days now um, and I've been absolutely thrilled with the reaction that I get from people when I tell them my story and they are so kind and empathetic. Um, and it's really had a wonderful impression on me of like you as a group of people. So, um, you know, I wanted to just tell you about one other thing. Um, it's the treatment that we funded that actually developed from that treatment that Killian had. And it's called CAR T-cell therapy, which, of course, is very appropriate. doesn't stand for CARs, but anyway. Um, and they take the child's own T-cells, which are your immune system that normally fight infections. They genetically re-engineer those cells in the lab, and then they put them back into the child. They don't need chemo, they don't need radiation, because those cells recognize the cancer cells and destroy them, and it's had a 97% success rate with leukemia. That's amazing, that's really amazing. Absolutely amazing, and unheard of in the medical world, and these kids have been on hospice care, so you're literally giving the child back to their family, which, you know, that is the ultimate gift.
1: Well, I have um, to say, there's a,
0: there's a very special place, but I'm sorry.
2: Well, I, I don't know about that, but I think I think everybody who helps us uh, is a blessing to me. That's how I feel. By
0: all means. And, you know, Wayne, i got to tell you something. Uh, this sure beats having the Route 61 uh, Little League teeth. Way <laughs> <easy>. <laughs> Um If there's anything else... Uh, uh, you wanted to say, wanted to share, Ian? Uh, no, I mean, I, I, it was interesting. I happen to be a type 1 diabetic, and there's been a lot of discussion about non-formative cancer prevention lately, which is kind of interesting because I've been taking it for 23 years. I wasn't sure if there was any science behind it, but I thought it was kind of interesting that people were taking a drug to die to deal with a with the blood sugar, but its side effects supposedly is preventing cancer. Which is kind of so wow! That's only the thing I—it's just a kind of random fact. Oh,
2: I mean, I've been doing this since two thousand and four, yeah. And just the last five years, um, you know, with CAR T cell therapy coming along and and all the immunotherapy that has actually come from that, it's totally amazing the progress that has been made. Yeah. And it—you really are saving lives. I mean, you know that—that's. An absolute miracle to me
0: Yeah. well thank you so very much so you're going to say something
1: Mike? no 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 everything's it's just the whole immunotherapy and the changes the rna that came about yeah. from the vaccination all these things the progress that they're making is is Way better than selling classic cars. You know, just... well, you know what? you know what? But you're you welcome to stop and buy a one, one anytime you want. There's nothing like, <laughs>
0: nothing like getting over major disease and getting into a 67 split window coupe Corvette. It's great. And I have to say for an unapologetic plug, go to see Route 61 Classics and Toy Barn in Orwakesburg, Pennsylvania Pennsylvania for your next Classic car. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you you because I have to tell you, like I say, all crap aside, dealers, vendors come up to us and say, hey, can I be in the show to talk about my product? Hugo, go, can we be can you guys do something for us and we can talk about this?
1: Sure. So this is great.
2: Yep. No, we really appreciate it. Oh, and that treatment. Okay. So yeah. car T cell therapy costs twenty five thousand dollars a child. If the hospital can do it, if you have to go to the drug company, it costs four hundred and twenty five thousand oh, dollars per okay. child. You mean drug companies have a profit business? But, but you can help save a child's life for $25,000. Oh, exactly. That's the takeaway from that's this. The take so, yeah. now, by the way,
0: in Canada, that drug would only be 397000
1: Canadian.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much. It's been an absolute honor. Thank you so much.
1: And that's been another Ambush interview. Thanks for joining us. It was a great show and follow us
0: anywhere you would like on your favorite podcast on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and of course on our YouTube or subscribe to our own channel.